In today's episode, we are going to be discussing how to love in a loveless world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oracle and the Warrior podcast. My name is Tina, and I am one of God's oracles. And my name is Laura. I am one of God's warriors. Sound crazy? Welcome Welcome to to our our world. world. So tell me, Tina, what are we talking about today? Today, we are going to discuss Laura, how (laughs) to love others in a loveless world. Feels like a loveless world out there. It really honestly does feel like a loveless world. More and more. Like I've been feeling it, you know, happening more. And now it's like an explosion of just extreme selfishness and just no love. You know, feeling the love just everywhere. Yeah. Well, and I think it's really difficult because we see things like everything that's happening in Russia right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And in the Ukraine for and I'm only going to speak for me personally. For me personally, I look at that and I. I I can't comprehend. I understand that it happens, but I can't comprehend how any human could have the desire to just wipe out people that aren't doing anything to you. Mm -hmm. That I want what you have, therefore, I'm just going to remove you from existence. Yes. And all of that just coming from... I know it's not just a single person that decided this. It's a group of people. But, you know, I always wonder, like, all these people going to fight and kill other people because of a certain little group of people's desires. Well, in this case, one man. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I don't know if he's the one, just he's solely, I I believe there are many reasons. You try not to make Putin mad. (laughs) (laughs) No, my actual Facebook page, my, my picture says F you Putin. So no, but I'm hoping it's not just one man having a little temper tantrum and saying, I want what you have. Give it to me. But isn't that how Hitler started? Ugh. Yeah, we want to even go there. So, but then, you know, you see the the outpour of love from the countries Mm -hmm. around them. Yes. Um, For those of you just joining, we're uh, starting out our discussion on how to love in a loveless world. And we're starting with just kind of talking about the situation in Russia and the Ukraine Mm -hmm. and how much, how much I have a hard time understanding being able to want to wipe out other people because you want what they have, or you don't like what they believe in, or you don't believe in what they believe in, or to to want to remove another human being off of the earth for Mm -hmm. that, or to take something that they have. But the amazing thing is then you see, you know, Poland and the other countries around them that are taking in the refugees, Mm -hmm. and they're saying, oh my goodness, we're so sorry this is happening to you. They're opening up their homes. They're giving their food and water and love and homes and everything else. It makes you realize how much love resources we have, but why must it be only in tragedy? Yeah. Well, but I mean, you just go back a few months here in our own country and we're going through the the beautiful COVID era and how much freaking hatred and Mm. everything was going on of, you know, vax, unvax, mask, no mask, you know, don't stand so close to me and et cetera, et cetera. And there was so much hatred and now everybody's like, oh, stand for Ukraine. I was like, you wouldn't even stand for your own people. Come on. Are you really standing for Ukraine or are you just an a-hole that wants to uh, (laughs) look Look yeah. good, but you couldn't well, stand with your own people. But isn't before. it easier to express love in a situation where there is no fear <laughs> yeah. that that love will be rejected? Mm-hmm. That's much safer. Oh, yeah. 
You know what I mean? Because to express love in your own country, and for those of you that are not in the United States, anything that you read about Americans being crazy about fighting over vaccine, no vaccine, mask, no mask is true. Everybody was crazy. It was insane. I mean, I think the last time I saw that kind of insanity was when Trump ran for president. Like just like that hatred, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the the I need a you, safe room. Yeah, like the you against me, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. kind of mentality. And the sad part about it is, you know, we were in the midst of a pandemic, and no matter how you feel about it, there was so much fear and so much, you know, it was so much crap. And I mean, we would go, you go to the grocery store and people would, you know, there's three things of toilet paper left. Uh And, you know, one person grabs all three of them. Why? We literally had to put out signs at our grocery stores that said limit to per customer. And then what they would do is they'd get a family. I'm glad I had a bidet. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't have to worry about that. The French got that right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But, you know, um, people would take a family of eight and each one of them would get, uh, you know, two packs of toilet paper. So they just took 16 it took me four months to get a pack of, roller pa- of toilet paper. Oh, I had just stocked up right before the pandemic yeah, happened, so I was good. At that time, I would go to work very early in the morning, and by the time I got to the store after work, it there was nothing there. But anywho, <laughs> so and, you know, and then I go back to thinking, you know, World War II, and the certain amount of people did not live in fear and helped the Jewish community and helped yeah, hide yeah. them and helped them escape. And but it was very few. The rest live in fear, right? right. Of, of helping, maybe they didn't want to help. Yeah. And maybe they were just scared to help. And and so my thought process is like all these neighboring countries are like, OK, I, I can help you. But if they were in Ukraine and Russian soldiers were staying outside the door, would they be would they be still living in fear or would the love overpower? I'll be able to help you because it's, it's easy the, for me to the, stand here the, and say, the, I support Ukraine. Right. Well, but I'm but, not in the middle of it. But in this uh, in this the way that the world has become, Mm -hmm. which is why we're having this conversation today, is um, the way that the world has become, um, the answer is no. No, Mm -hmm. they would not stand. Because we, our society as a whole, not just in the United States, but as a whole, has come to a space of me first. Yeah. Me first, me first. And I'm going to take care of me before I share with anyone else. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Whatever your religious beliefs are, whether, you know, you believe in God, universe, energy, uh, Mother Earth, your own divine, higher power. It doesn't really matter to me because... I think it's all the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I call it God. Um, or if you don't believe in any kind of deity, the thing is, is that if you do, are you not telling that deity, hey, you know what? I'm going to stock up because you're not going to provide for me. I know that you're not really actually there mm-hmm. and you're not really actually going to help me out here. Yeah. So because society has come to such a space of that, of like, yeah, 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 God's there, but I got to take care of this. Yeah. Because I'm not going to have enough. He's not going to provide for me. Mm -hmm. So doesn't that then start creating a loveless? Because if you don't believe he loves you enough to take care of you, then you start losing that bit of humanity. Oh, gosh, yeah. That's sad to me. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you look at, uh, again, I'm going to use another United States reference because those are the ones I know. (laughs) Yeah. But 9-11, okay, when 9-11 happened, it was like all of a sudden – Instead of people flipping each other off when you got cut off, people were saying, hey, no problem. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. And and again, why must we have tragedy? I know. And why does it 
go away so soon. Yeah. Right? Like in the beginning of COVID, it's like, okay, we're all here for each other. And the next one's like, I'm going to turn you into the cops because you're outside without a mask and you, you yeah. know, you don't have your vaccine passport. It's like, F you, you know, uh, wh- how, how does it turn? And I, I know the answer actually is fear. Is it is 100% fear. It's fear makes you turn into a selfish prick. <laughs> <laughs> how, so getting back to the, our, the title. Yes. So love. How, <laughs> how do you. Love in a loveless world. Continue to love through fear. Exactly. It's actually, believe it or not, extremely simple. Do tell. I'm gonna. (laughs) (laughs) It is finding a space of only being responsible for yourself. If Sally takes five packs of toilet paper, it's none of your business. It is absolutely none. Sally's going to be eating toilet paper because she won't have the money for anything else. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And just staying in a space of, you know what, what Sally does is none of my business. Now, if Sally takes the last 10 toilet papers, you can politely say, hey, Sally, my family's totally out of toilet paper. Uh, Would you mind if I purchased one of those, right? But if Sally's a jerk, that has nothing to do with you. That has everything to do with Sally's fear. And unfortunately, the way society has trained our brains, we believe wholeheartedly that when somebody uh, says something unkind to us or does something to us, or, or Sally doesn't let us have that pack of toilet paper. Or Sally, we don't know who you are, Sally, but we love you. We love you, Sally. You're a good girl. <laughs> I know. You're just a little worried about being able to wipe your tissue. It's okay. Anyways, in that, right, Sally's response has nothing to do with you. It is 100% Sally's fear of lack of abundance. But society has taught us if somebody's unkind to you, you've done something wrong. Mm-hmm. You're not enough. You're not enough. Mm-hmm. Therefore, we go into this space of, I can't figure out, I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know what, uh, okay, well, maybe if I'm just hateful back. Yeah. It is a, it's a defense mechanism, maybe right? Maybe if I shove Sh- Sally into the toilet paper stand. <laughs> she'll drop one and then I can grab it. <laughs> Which reminds me. Give me my patch, cabbage patch kit. <laughs> For those of you that are new to our show, my name is Tina and this is my co-host, Laura. Hello. Uh, Laura and I own Free Will Healing in St. George, Utah. It is a holistic healing center and we have created a space where we have several different practitioners that do different modalities of energy healing. We are oftentimes described as coffee and wine. And I'm going to let you decide who's the coffee and who's the wine. (laughs) Uh, We are, uh, Laura is my uh, business partner, my best friend, and um, my upstairs neighbor. So (laughs) we spend an entirely too much amount of time together. Basically, what my the the point that I'm getting at the path that I'm starting to kind of take everybody down is society has taught us that if we cannot convince another human to believe what we believe to go along with what we think is right, okay, take mm-hmm. the COVID mask, no mask, mm-hmm. right, vax, no vax, right, that somehow if I cannot convince you that vanilla ice cream is better than chocolate ice cream. You won't. That that somehow I'm less, that I'm not enough. To protect myself from feeling worthless, I'm going to sit there and I'm going to argue and I'm going to fight and I'm going to, but no, the vanilla is better and the vanilla bean, have you tried that one? And the thing is, is that because society has told us if we are in the minority of belief, if we are in the minority Mm -hmm. of belief that we are wrong. Follow the masses. 
follow the masses. <laughs> but here's the thing. Back in the day when there was slavery, the masses had slaves. But it was wrong. Mm -hmm. Nobody has the right to enslave another human own a being. Human. Mm -hmm. Nobody has the right to own a human. The minority said, oh, this is wrong. And what if they wouldn't have stood up and spoke their truth? Because when they started standing up and started speaking their truth, the people like you talked about who feared reprisal, mm -hmm. they started joining and they started saying, you know what? You got a point there. I think you're right. Because we were given one absolute promise from God. And tell what, us. I want you to tell me. Free will. Free will. So if I say to you, Laura, do you like chocolate ice cream or vanilla ice cream? You would say. Chocolate. And if I say, no, vanilla is better. <laughs> and you say. That's your choice. <laughs> because. You are so wrong, but that's your choice. <laughs> because if I try to force you. To believe what I believe, to have my opinion. You're taking is, my free isn't will. Isn't that me trying to take your free will? Mm -hmm. And if God himself will not take free will, what right do we have? Zero. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Zero. Yeah. It is our job to say, it's our job as humans to speak our truth with no fear of judgment and allow people to accept it or, or not. not. And the way they accept it or not is on them. Exactly. Not on you, and on your truth. To love them mm -hmm. either way. So you may be thinking, okay, how does this uh, enable me to love? Yeah. Okay. So if you stop feeling like you are not of worth if somebody doesn't agree with you, right? Mm -hmm. Or if somebody is hateful to you and you look at it and you say, okay, did I do something for this person to be hateful to me? No. So if you did nothing for this person to be hateful to you, mm -hmm. it has nothing to, to do, do with, with you. you. It has nothing to do with you and you know then people say well but i gotta get even hmm, yeah. that's not bringing love back i don't agree with allowing people to be cruel or mm -hmm. unkind to you but that's when i would say yeah no you can't speak to me that way and if they continue i will say second warning mm -hmm. no you may not speak to me that way and if they continue that's when i say when you can speak to me with love and respect feel free to call me we'll back continue. it's just hard sometimes in that moment to uh it takes training. To, yes, lots of training and lots of awareness of like, hold on, stop, think. Why are they talking to me this way or mm -hmm. why are they treating me that way? And let it let, you know. But, it, that's, but, but society has taught us to respond like that. Oh, yeah. And, you talk to me like crap, I talk to you like crap. Yeah. And the I think the biggest thing that I personally have found is that when, when I found self-love for myself, mm -hmm. when I realized <clears throat> that I am loved exactly as I am, then I realized that I didn't have to. And it also helped me to acknowledge, oh, you know what? Their behavior has nothing to do with mm -hmm. me. It doesn't hurt my feelings because it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. That's theirs. And I actually tend to feel pity. Yeah. Instead, you know, you and I had a situation with uh, somebody who we had to let go one time and they were very ugly and very nasty and said some very ugly and nasty things. And it had nothing. We had done nothing wrong. Yeah. And it had nothing, nothing to, to do. do with us. Yeah. And what, it's and, and let's clarify here, too. It's like you can you don't have to like the person. No. Like everybody thinks, oh. you know, oh, oh if no. I tell you I love you, it's because I like you. No, 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 no. It's, no. You know. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love my family all the time. Sometimes I don't like them. Uh, well, so, it's, called, it's called loving from afar. Yes. So I just wanted to clarify that because a lot of people confuse, you know, loving as to having to like. No, it's just I respect you. I love you as a as a, a divine being. Um, but I, I still don't allow you in my space or right. I won't allow you to talk to me like that. It's exactly there is a difference. And when we start realizing that blood is not ownership, Mm-hmm. Because I think that we, well, I know that we learn these patterns as we are growing up with our families, mm-hmm. right? And there's always a family dynamic and there tends to always be a dominant and a submissive, whether it is parents, kids, whatever. Yeah. The dominant one, the one who, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. The one who has the most drama or the most, the biggest temper or whatever. Everybody tends to do, you know, walk on eggshells around them. All that does is A, reinforce that they're bad behavior is acceptable and get some what they want exactly and that starts building narcissism and all other kinds of very unhealthy things but if you stop even with your family right and you say no you may not speak to me that way no. So I'm going to give an example. You ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Anybody who has uh, read my first book, Becoming an Oracle, Proof God Has a Sense of Humor, <laughs> knows uh, that I did not grow up in a loving environment. <laughs> Y'all didn't drink tea and yeah. crumpets. No, well, we did have tea and crumpets. I know, because my mom was English. Because <laughs> my mom was English. So my sister, who was 11 years older than me, very narcissistic, on her birthday and at Christmas time, she would literally write down on a piece of paper she would she would like write down everything that she wanted and then she would assign it to people like I would get a piece of paper that said I want these shoes this is where you can get it the cheapest and this is how much it's going to cost you who let her do that the first time I don't know. It just, because she was 11 years older than me, it just always was. You know what I mean? And one time she wanted me to get her something. I care, but it was like I had other stuff. I had to pay bills or do other. And she said, I know how much you make. I allot that when I'm, when I'm picking who's going to buy me what. Shut the front door. I am not kidding you. Okay. So, and I dealt with that. I like fed into that. Because of the, you know, fear of consequences, yeah, yeah, yeah. fear of being ostracized, conflict, you know, fear. Right, exactly. Fear of violence <laughs> um, until I became a mother. And then when I became a mom and I had my own kids and literally it's like Christmas time and I have like a baby mm-hmm. and she's handing me this piece of paper telling me this is what you're going to get me and this is where you can get it. And I handed it back to her and I said, you know what, I'm going to get you. This is where you can shove it and this is where you can. <laughs> <laughs> coffee and wine, coffee and wine. <laughs> but I, I handed their paper pack and I was like. I can't afford that and I will get you what I want to get you. Mm-hmm. And I tried to like kind of have that conversation with her of like, what's more important to you to get the things that you want mm-hmm. or to have somebody put thought and love into the gift? And she said, yeah, to get the things I want. Aye, aye, aye. I said, well, I'm not doing it. Didn't speak to me until the next Christmas when she tried to hand me a piece of paper and I left it sitting there. And it was like, <laughs> she like, returned to sender. <laughs> returned to sender. <laughs> and so, you know, I literally was just like, Ugh. I didn't even know my family, we didn't do Christmas lists. I didn't even know those existed until like, <laughs> till I moved back to the States and I saw people, kids handing Christmas lists. I'm like, what the? You're going to get what I give you. Anyhow. <laughs> All right. So back on topic. We, growing up in those environments, right, we start to feel that's, you know, I believed that that was me showing her love Mm -hmm. by um, buying her what What she she wanted. wanted. 
Right. And what she was doing was really bad behavior. Very. And then, you know, if I got the wrong color or I got the wrong size or whatever, I would be chastised. Right. And then I would beat up on myself of like, oh, I'm so stupid. I should have paid more attention. I should have asked her what color or, you know, it's not like she didn't know what I was getting her, you know, instead of looking at it and going, yeah, she's really screwed up in the head. And this has nothing (laughs) Nothing to to do do. with you. Wow. And so we start losing that self-love that Mm -hmm. that we were born with from God. It starts to kind of wear off, if you will. Mm -hmm. Then we start everything everybody says to us, we start taking it personal. And I'm sure everybody out there knows someone that no matter how nicely you try to say something to them or gently or that they have a complete meltdown. Mm -hmm. Or feel attacked. or Feel attacked or, you know, hey, you know what? You got lipstick on your teeth. I would want someone to tell me, right? I don't Mm -hmm. want to, or toilet paper hanging off of my pants or my shoe or something. I'm just on the toilet paper. I know. I'm on the toilet paper roll Roll. today. (laughs) This is, you don't have some kind of song you can sing along that goes with toilet paper roll. Uh, Oh, I have to think about that. Okay. I'm sure I do in Spanish actually, but I'm not going to (laughs) sing. Inappropriate. No, no, just Uh, is in Spanish. (laughs) Baxter, you know, I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) Is that you? <laughs> sorry. All right. So, oh, okay. Sorry about that. So, back on topic. Uh, we probably need a guest to uh, someone to request to be a guest at this time, <laughs> just to break up the monotony of Laura and I going on tangents. Uh, please feel free to request to be a guest at this time, and maybe you have some thoughts on how to bring to love in a loveless world. Mm-hmm, how to bring love into a loveless world. Mm-hmm. So, Laura, what is something that you – so, as we were saying, once we get to that space of realizing that the the unkindness and the cruelty and the hatred Mm -hmm. that goes on around us or that is targeted at us, it has nothing to do with us, it makes it a lot easier than to feel pity instead of hatred. Would you agree? Oh, gosh, yes. And so much easier to set up your boundaries to – not knock that self-love out of you, you know, type right. thing. It's like, okay, no, I love myself, but I'm not going to let myself be treated like this for you to yell at me and call me names. And then later I get to go and sit and go, oh my God, what did I do? What did I do wrong? What did I do? They're Why not they going to be my friend this? anymore. Yes. Um, much easier. And to stand for yourself and to not regret standing for yourself. Because a right. lot of times in the past I would stand for myself and be like, oh, why did I do that? Or why did, and now it's like, you know what? No. Well, the thing is, um, you know, my my youngest daughter, Sydney, said something to me the other day that just keeps like it just keeps replaying in my head. And it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she heard it from a drag queen. Like um, she was watching like this thing and this drag queen. um, I can't remember her name because I would like to give her credit for it. But she said, make your tribe, you know, like the people Mm -hmm. you hang out with. Find your tribe of people who are impressed by you instead of people who you have to impress. Mm-hmm. Have your 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 just core... basically love you for what you are. Yeah, you your core group, them. your core group of amazing humans that you want to be around. They shouldn't be people that you have to impress them for them to give you love mm-hmm. or for them to validate you. Those aren't people. I don't want those in my life. No, I can't stand people like that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But, it, yeah. it, finding it, if you have to always feel like you have to be on or you have to be something more than you choose to be to be accepted. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's You're not your in the tribe. wrong crowd. Yeah, yeah, it's not your tribe because you know I can I can go to sit with you know 
you and and your husband Lance and um, our kids and my husband and we just sit and laugh mm-hmm. and we have lots of friends that will love coming mm-hmm. to our house to just listen to me and you do exactly what we're doing right here, which is just banter back yeah. and forth. We're not doing anything other than just being ourselves. Correct. It's just us and everybody is, I don't want to say impressed because I don't think my kids are ever no, all that much impressed, but, <laughs> but they're all, they love us for that. Mm-hmm. Pretty much everywhere we go, we are always just ourselves. You know, we're, energy healers in a very uh, religious town, right? We're energy healers in a very religious town. And so when we go to community events, oftentimes they don't really know how to take us, (laughs) you know, Uh, because we have... um, we just, They're expecting a serious, yeah, <laughs> connected home. Yeah, I think that they're expecting us to do yoga right there in the middle of the of the uh, space, and it took a few times, but they finally realized that we're just us. We're just human beings, just like them. We just view the world a little bit differently. They absolutely, they always love now. They love when we come because it's almost like we give them permission to not be stuffy. To not be, to be at a business meeting and just be yourself. And yeah, who wants to go to a business meeting? I'll see this. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when Laura and I walk in to a lot of these events, people are like, oh, I'm so glad you guys are here. It's so much more fun when you guys are here. Mm-hmm. And, and I, and I always think about that. I always think, well, why aren't you making it fun when we're not here? Yeah. Like, just be you, you know, cause it's not like we're being disruptive or anything else. No. We're, we're just being us. <laughs> we're just being us, you know, and speaking, speaking our truth. Yeah. And so we're going to wrap this up here in just a few minutes. If anybody has anything that they'd like to say, uh, please feel free to uh, request to be a guest. We would love to hear what you have to say. Just uh, learning how to first start with self-love, self-forgiveness. And when you get to that space, then you're able to see that... All of the crap going on around you has nothing to do with you. The way people treat you oftentimes is because you allow it. And it's very interesting. The first time that you tell another human, no, you may not speak to me that way. You will be surprised at the look on their face. <laughs> it's almost like if you give them a slap. Yeah. It's a almost, spiritual slap. It's almost like you <laughs> just said, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to kill your puppy mm-hmm. or I'm stealing your children. Th- because society doesn't teach us to, set those, to set those boundaries. Mm-hmm. And that has led to this sense of entitlement, right? Yes, that I can talk to about, especially Americans, because you know it's like ah, I have freedom of speech and I fight for that, and yeah. you know we've fought wars for that. the freedom to speak your truth. I agree one hundred percent. Not the freedom to force another human to agree with you. To agree, and that's where it, I think that's where it's all gone wrong. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And so finding self love and allowing another person. Being able to just say, you know what, you're absolutely allowed your opinion, but that's not mine. Mm -hmm. And while I don't agree with you, I still love you as a human. What would this world be like? What could we do if each and every one of us just said, you can't speak to me, you know, no, you may not speak to me that way. And I'm going to love you from afar if you continue (laughs) and just loved ourselves, loved ourselves and allowed other people to have a different opinion mm-hmm. and still love them mm-hmm. and not see ourselves as less. And definitely when you go into that space of self-love that I used to always hate to talk about, <laughs> um, it'll just, it'll radiate from you. 
Yeah. And it'll be harder. It will actually be harder for people to be ugly to you. It is. A, it's a, it's a phenomenon actually that we uh, talk about mm -hmm. all the time that it whenever somebody is unkind to me we are always so shocked like uh, <laughs> you know what I mean yeah. whenever anybody is unkind to me because it's like because it never happens it's like because I'm always just hey you do you you mm -hmm. know I love you as you are and um so when somebody is goes to that space of being just straight up nasty mm -hmm. like, oh, oh no you didn't oh no you didn't <laughs> and I say no you may not speak to me that way uh, but it's always like such a shock because you and I are such, we really are very nice people. And because we allow other people their free will to be who they choose to be mm -hmm. with no judgment. Because just a little FYI, the authority to judge does not reside on earth. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> if God himself is not coming down here and doing it, what right do we have? Yeah. Anyways, great talk today, Laura. Yeah. Great came, talk. Great talk. Out of the cup, so. Loved it. <laughs> yes. Loved, loved it. Love so. you all. Thank you for joining us on Wisdom. We're really enjoying Wisdom. We are enjoying uh, Wisdom. Doing this little live impromptus and uh, having people join in and, and partake with the conversation. Yeah, we really are enjoying it. And if you would like to listen to, we have uh, another podcast uh, called Who Said You Have To? And we are that and the Oracle and the Warrior are on all major podcast platforms. And I have heard heard that starting april 1st wisdom is supposed to be live on android android yes, yes. so because right uh, now uh, you can only listen if you have apple and so yeah. and my whole family has android i know you're an apple family we are all apple family yeah can you see where is the opposite as they come <laughs> But anyways, please give each and every one of you, give yourselves a hug and know that we love you. you we are have, beautiful as you are. You are beautiful as you are. And we have the ability to bring love back into this world by starting with loving ourselves. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. So be it. <laughs> have a wonderful rest of your week. Peace. If you enjoyed this podcast and would like to help us keep it going, please consider donating to our Patreon account. You can use the link in the show notes. You can also help us by subscribing and leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. Reviews are how we grow our listenership. If you have suggestions for topics that you would like us to cover or have any questions, please feel free to contact us at oracleandwarrior at gmail.com. You can also check the show notes for all social media. Until next time, love eternal, the oracle. And stand for truth, the warrior.